Hey, hey guys, before we start the show, wanted to give you guys a trigger warning to anyone who has in the past or currently is dealing with anything related to panic attacks or anxiety. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. We are late, but better late than never. Welcome back, guys, to another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Missy. And for this one, it's going to be a solita episode, not too long. And I decided to do this one this way because, that's right, guys, it is the week of Mother's Day weekend. Burr, 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 burr. And yes, your girl is a mama. And so I decided that I wanted to be fair to one of my many hats that I wear. If you've been listening to my most recent fall episodes and my most recent minisode. You should know by now that shit has been hitting the fan. I've been super duper busy going through so many things on so many different levels. And here I am wearing all these different hats. But the one hat that I wear 24-7 by all means, no exceptions ever whatsoever, is my motherhood hat, my mom hat. And I am a proud mama. And what would it be if we don't celebrate this moment, right? Because it's definitely a badge, an honor, a title that I wear so proudly. I've been doing this shit for the last 15 years. And I gotta say, I think I've done a pretty good fucking job so far. Um, But I wanted to make this also a raw moment. I wanted to make it a raw moment and share with you guys some shit that really went down earlier this week. And I thought it was only fair to share it because one of the things that you guys know about me that I've definitely put all over, right? So social media, I always hashtag it. This is part of who I am and I have no shame in it, right? And it's not like a pity party. It is who I am. I am a single mother. I'm a mother, but I'm a single mother. What does a single mother look like? Well, for some, that means, you know, you are single and you're a mama. For some, it means it has nothing to do with the relationship. It's that you are a single parent, as in the only parents. Now, I've said it here. I've had a pretty overall well, very well improved and 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 very strong co-parenting relationship with my son's father, which has been built up to that throughout the years. And I'm ever so grateful for that, even with our hiccups, even with our hurdles. And y'all, psst, we definitely had a testing year in this past year, I want to say since last summer. Yeah. But um, he's not physically here. He's not physically around and he hasn't been physically around for several years because he moved to a different state and no shade to him listen sometimes as parents we have to make decisions you know we have to make decisions a certain type of way for certain reasons and sometimes we just have to learn how to parent in that way right and he has done his best in being involved but ever so often the physical support, the right, the physical presence, the actual phys- physical presence, not just the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, the 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 all the other ways of being able to be present as a father. It's that physical presence that makes a huge difference, right? There are times that I still do wish like I'd be able to just say, here, you got this, you take this, you handle this, you work through this, like 1000%. And I feel that I can't. And it's no shade to him, right? And it's no pity party. 
it, there's just some things that just can happen and distance is a factor. And so that is why I still consider myself um, a single mother. And all of that to say, that's one of the reasons why I do think that it just gets a little bit harder to an extent. But nevertheless, motherhood is not supposed to be the easiest thing. You know, motherhood is not supposed to be a walk in the park. It's also not supposed to be so difficult. Let me be very fair and honest and keep it all the way raw on that. Some mamas just be overdoing it sometimes. And I want to say, you know, sometimes maybe, you know, some bitter mamas, you know. I just I want to be fair on that because I used to be one of those many years ago. I used to be one of those 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 mamas. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be one thousand percent raw here. I used to be one of those. All of that to say, it's been trying times. You know, I'm I'm very grateful to have a kid who has grown into just one amazing young man. In the sense that he is very independent and he he's so self-efficient. He's so intelligent. He's so disciplined. You know, the, I don't know who this young man is. The fact that he gets up on his own every morning. The fact that he has all those responsibilities as a amazing student. Grade eight. Great, great, great. Oh, I got tongue tied there. Um, He's an athlete, part of a, a soccer team. Like, he just makes me so proud. Um, it's been a blessing to see him be the young man that he is, get those scholarships, you know, help his mama and his daddy out, you know, because tuition ain't cheap, y'all. It's not. And I'm just very proud of him. And I wear this motherhood badge uh, standing next to him, being proud of who he is. Right. But the world doesn't stop. The world doesn't stop. My motherhood is a day-to-day basis. And so are every other hat that I wear when you think about it. All the other hats I wear, all the other badges I wear, all the other roles I fulfill on a day-to-day basis, they, they don't just go away. Even when I have a little checkout moment, they're still there, right? And so with a mix, right, with a dose of that, mix them with a dose of life be life in and mix them with a dose of if shit ain't nobody's life, ain't nobody perfect, shit be happening, right? And shit be hitting the fan. Um, there has been several doses that has just created this cocktail of a mess in a sense. And I don't want to say it's entirely a negative mess, um, but I do want to say it's been a stressful mess for me on a very personal note, most importantly, and first and foremost. Um, and yes, involving other people, Yes, perhaps, you know, me just getting pulled into these situations because, you know, it's personal and, and it involves the same family um, or maybe even really close friends. Right. You know, there's there's all those events that may happen on a professional standpoint. There's all those events and hiccups that may happen in this podcasting standpoint, you know, and my writing. Y'all, I had a whole situation. Quick tangent. I had a whole situation just with my double dose of raw talk dot store website, right? The the domain itself. And I it was like the longest 48 hours of my fucking life trying to resolve that shit, right? And there's a reason why I'm saying this to y'all. But, you know, mixing in that entire, all these doses and getting this entire cocktail of a mess. Here goes the wrong moment, y'all. I have been very transparent on this platform that I've had history of suffering from panic attacks. And I've had a history of suffering from an anxiety um, 
moments, right? And I like to call them anxiety moments. I don't like to overdo it with the anxiety attack, but feeling anxious has definitely been something that I've learned to exist with. Um, I've learned to cope with. I've learned to work through. Definitely part of the triggers that lead into the panic attacks. I've been transparent on that. And I don't know if I've mentioned it before. I believe I have, but I'll be very honest with when my first one ever started. And it was um, during my grad school time. It was when I lived in my old childhood neighborhood where I grew up. It was post-divorce, mid-grad school. And it was, you know, I remember it was a summer. And it was a summer that I was going through a lot of shit. Um, and, and I was overextending myself. I wasn't saying no to people. I was saying yes, 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 yes to everyone. I was just, you know, being there for everyone. I was overextending myself. I was participating in everything. But who was there for me? Who was taking care of me? Who was participating with me in my things? You know, I've always been that person. And that summer in particular, the stress was just so high and meeting those deadlines and grad school and then more so grad school online. Back when like online was just a thing, it was not always a thing, right? People were just discovering this option with, you know, universities and these accredited schools all across the nation where you could study online, right? I'm totally giving my age away now. <laughs> this is how serious this shit was. So there were certain things that were just very, very stressful. And I remember just being in the middle of typing a paper. And no lie, I was in the middle of typing. I was sitting there, posture, you know, sitting straight up, shoulders back, because, you know, this is why my fucking back is like hurting today. And y'all know I got double D's. So I was like, definitely in good posture at my desk with my little chair. And I was typing away, typing away, typing away, typing away. And suddenly my hands and, and now that I look back, I'm able to identify this. My hands just got so stiff. My fingers got so stiff over my keyboard. And I couldn't keep typing when I thought I was trying to move my fingers to keep typing. I remember my thumb and I remember my pinky on both hands. They started like tapping uncontrollably on their on their own. And it felt like they were twitching. And then I started feeling this level of heat, body heat starting from my hands. And it literally traveled its way all the way up through my arms and it hit my chest. And I cannot explain to you how hot it felt in that moment to be in my own body. And I remember suddenly it was this rush to my head. And I remember it felt so painful when it just like took over my entire head, like my entire brain. And I remember not being able to breathe. I remember panting for air. I remember crying hysterical. And who is the person that I reached out to? Well, I actually might not tell you who specifically, but I will say it was the person I least expected to reach out to, to come and help me in that moment, because I was in a full blown middle of a panic attack. And I had no idea how to identify it. I had no idea what the fuck it was. I, at that point, was not fully seeing a therapist yet. It was at that moment that I realized I needed to start. You know, and I'm talking about I had therapy sessions because of a divorce and through the divorce, because um, actually even before the divorce, I had the separation 
going on and I sought a therapist through that. But then afterwards, once the divorce was final and all that good shit, I thought I didn't need any more. It was in that moment of the panic attack that I truly dived into and committed myself for my own health, for my own sanity, for my own mental wellness and my own healing to truly see consistently and committedly a therapist. And it was because of how that felt in that moment. I could not explain why I was crying so much. And I could not explain why my body was feeling the way it does in that moment. All of that to say, with everything that's been going on (laughs) in this thing I call life, and I've been expressing it and I've been sharing it with you guys, here goes the raw moment. The other day, I felt this pain in my left arm. And it felt originally like a muscle pain. And it started from my hands. It started from my fingers. It definitely was really, really tender in the wrist area. And it just was so hurtful, even at touch, even at a very gentle touch. It was just so hurtful. It it felt like it was traveling all the way up to my neck. Um, I felt that if I turned my neck to the right and I turned my neck to the left, which I am doing right now, it was just so, so hurtful. And then by the middle of the day, I suddenly started feeling this pain traveling over to the right arm. And again, I started feeling just like this neck pain. And then I started feeling like this head pain. And all the while, I'm not thinking this is at all a panic attack. Notation, I've had panic attacks since my grad school. In fact, I've had a panic attack not too long ago too, right? Okay, back to the story. So here I am feeling these symptoms. And I've been feeling a lot of physical pain, like just throughout my whole body. I wanted to say that it was a whole bunch of hypochondriatic self-diagnoses that I freaking did, but it's not. It's actually, shout out to Rick, my personal trainer, who then fucked me up. When I trained with him, he was like, "Mm, no mercy, you're doing a full body. He didn't give a fuck. So I was in pain from head to toe, literally. So I thought of many things because of that in combination with these symptoms. And I sit on the floor just to like breathe. And I decide to sit in like an Indian style. I'm stretching out a little bit. I'm putting motion and notion into my legs with the stretches. I'm really sitting with myself, not only literally, but also metaphorically, right? Spiritually, soulfully. I'm there just thinking and I'm there just sitting with my breathing. And all of a sudden, as I'm sitting there, I start to feel like my throat is closing on me and like I cannot breathe. I start to feel pain in my chest as I'm trying to catch my breathing and to catch air. I started to feel that body heat. I started to feel those pains. And this time it wasn't just my body. No, no. It was specifically traveling from one side of like my fingers all the way to the other side. So literally from left to right, right to left. And the body temperature, it just felt so hot. And all I could think of in that moment is grab my phone and Google pain in the left arm. And I don't even get to finish. I don't even get to hit the search little icon thing. No, no. Or the button. No, your girl just sees heart attack. And for 20 minutes, I'm sitting here and I start shouting out to my kid who I live with. And I'm like, I think I'm having a heart attack. And 
the scare in the world that I got, suddenly that body heat that I felt went up. At this point, I am beyond 100 degrees of heat internally in my body because I sit with myself in this floor, by which I was trying to stretch and breathe, right? And just sit with myself and be present. And I realized that I have totally decided to diagnose myself with some other shit based on Google symptoms. And I'm here declaring that I'm suffering a heart attack. And I'm somehow after like 10 minutes able to get up and mobilize myself to my sister's home, who is my neighbor, my next door neighbor. And she's like, yeah, if you want me to call the ambulance, we're going to call the ambulance. But at that point, she sits herself up. We're both in healthcare. And she's like, well, I got to test you. Let's do this test. Let's make sure that, you know, you can move. You can do this. You could do that. Like there's certain things with us with healthcare background we know to do to see if someone is in fact having a heart attack or going into, let's say, a stroke or anything like that. So we're going through those things. And she's like, well, drink some water and just sit there. And I drink some water and I just sit there and I start calming myself. And we're looking at all these movie trailers to see if we watch a movie at this time. And before I know it, I'm able to catch my breath. Before I know it, I'm able to breathe normal. Before I know it, my chest is not panting anymore. Before I know it, my body heats back to normal. And suddenly I'm sitting straight up. I am no longer feeling those pains like I was before. It's getting a lot better. And she looks at me and she says, and shout out to my sister for this. She says, that was not a heart attack. I'm pretty sure you just suffered a totally different and brand new type of panic attack. And I realized in that moment just how much all these badges that I wear, all these titles that I wear, all these roles that I play in my entire life, along with being Misty, being Daisy, being the career mentor and leader, being the mama that I am, being the producer of this one woman show, being the writer of <laughs> her next ebook, which announcement time, um, you know, it's coming along by the end of this month. That's right. For Mental Health Awareness Month, being all these things, I realized that I put myself in a situation disregarding putting me first and truly putting me first despite the fact that's what I've been preaching ever so wonderfully and ever so raw here and I've been saying that I'm going to keep putting myself first I'm going to really stick to this I'm going to hold myself accountable to the shit that I constantly preach right I didn't realize just how much everything was sneaking up and affecting me literally physically to the point that my body was shutting down, to the point that I thought I was having a fucking heart attack. I did not realize how much I was not okay until I wasn't okay. And I needed to take a moment these past few days. I actually kind of distanced myself a little bit um, and just like sat with myself a bit more. And I started to reflect. And I reflected a lot about why is it? I started tapping in. Um, I started to look at why my inner child, like they see that, right? And 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 in reflecting, I realized, right? Again, tapping in, tapping into all of this. I started figuring out why is it that 
it is so easy for me to forget to take care of me. I started to realize why I am more reactive these days when when the 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 world, right? My world has just picked up so much on how busy it is for me with everything that I've been committing myself to, right? I began to realize why is it that my body still talks to me and there is a little bit of a shutdown and there's a little bit of ah, 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 have a seat, bitch. No, you need to calm the fuck down. You need to take a break. This is not normal. This is not okay. You need to take care of you, right? I started to think and I started to reflect and reflect and reflect. And it brought me back to when I was a teenager and my mother, shout out to La Charo, was going through some things, was going through medical stuff. And she did not realize she wasn't okay until she wasn't okay. My mom is a survivor um, health-wise. And I'm very proud of how she's taking care of herself to be to where she is today, um, medically, right? Physically, health-wise. Very proud of her. I should definitely learn a thing or two about that. I'll tell you that much. It brought me back to the time where she, her body spoke to her, almost took her out for the count and told her she needed to have a seat and she needed to take care of herself and she needed to go through healing and she needed to see her doctors more consistently and she needed to commit to this every single week. And it brought me back to that time where I would go with her sometimes to those appointments. There was there was a moment where my mother went through so many things and I'm getting choked up. My mother is a survivor of a stroke. My mother, for working years in a factory, has had to go through treatments, um, having electricity currents being like injected kind of from what I remember through her wrist, through the inside of her wrist, through her veins um, for treatment purposes because of a pain she would feel. That's so easily we call carpal tunnel, right? But for her, it was a different level of pain because of the years of working in a factory. Um, because of other factors, my mom finally decided at one point, all simultaneously, to put herself in therapy and take care of herself and take care of her, feel- of her healing and her feelings. And I remember seeing my mom do this for herself. I remember my mom also saying that back in her time, they would tell her, I'm not going to say who's they, but she would be told, you know, tú, tú no tienes chance de deprimirte. In English, you don't, you don't have time to be depressed. You know, you got to work. You got to shut that shit down. And it wasn't until later that she took care of herself because she reached the point where her body was telling her, you're not okay. Her body reacted. She, like I said, she survived the whole stroke. And in going through this and something so small, and listen, I say it's so small because the truth is I didn't have a heart attack. The truth is stress can affect you so much and it can affect your physical state so badly. And thank God that was not my story. Thank God. I am still okay and thank God I still know some techniques and some methods by which to cope through panic attacks, right? That I have 
I guess you can say the right support now where I've been able to and comfortably share with, like with my sister and with my son certain things that I go through that they're able to say, Ma, you okay? Sister, you okay? Right? Or, I think it's this. I don't think it's that. Right? But in that moment of a panic, I thought it was something so serious. And so all of this to say, sitting there thinking and reflecting and being present with all of this and just realizing, you know, who I've seen be in my shoes in the past is my mom. You know, it's been La Chato. And to see all the work she's done for herself, to see how far she's come and how far she still continues to go with certain treatments, right? Um, to still take care of her health, right? To still be okay, as okay as she can be. Because my mom is one of those people that stress does get to her. I realized that I get it from my mama. I realized that I am very similar, very alike to my mom. And I realized just how much I need to put in the work, how eventually she did to take care of me, to bring my ba- myself back 1000% to a level of healthy and wellness that is beyond just weight loss, right? And I realized in that moment that I've been doing a lot of those baby steps, don't get it twisted. I'll be having my little moments where it's not fully entirely healthy, but I've been trying. I've been trying and I wanted to make this a full circle moment because it took me that long to realize just how full circle it is. I wanted to make this a true moment, a full episode where I keep it all the way raw. And this was more than just, you know, a Tuesday mini so series type of shit. <laughs> this is more than just a deeper look into my soul. This is some raw shit. This is some raw shit that it could have been something far more serious than it wasn't. I want to pay a little bit of homage to my mom, Salacharo, and say that I get it from my mama. My ability to be that person that likes to take care of business, likes to do things a certain way, is very prideful and keeps her chin up, right? I owe it to my mama to allow me to see her overcome so much and survive so much and do the right things to get herself together and bring herself back to be the best mom she can be, right? Um, I realized that I need to have those moments with me and I need to take care of myself that much because maybe it just so happens to be that this time what stress has gotten to me beyond my abilities to be able to cope with, control, handle, manage, what have you, right? Y'all, this shit could have been really, really tough. The shit could have been something far more serious. And I realize that now. And again, I wanted to be able to share this with you guys. I wanted to be able to honor my mom in that sense. And also feel comfortable enough to shine light on the fact that this is the first week of May and it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And as someone who has a full-blown 15 plus year career in healthcare, no 14 plus year, let me not be lying, 14 plus year career in healthcare. And recently, most recently in this new role in 
in my level up. I've been able to step into mental health. And it, it was definitely part of my education. It was definitely part of my degrees. It was definitely part of my interest for a very long time. Y'all, some of y'all who know me know Shout out to Clinton. Shout out to the high school um, governors, the DWC governors, y'all. Some of y'all know I was one of the first ones to not hesitate to take that Dr. Prisco class, Psychology 101. But then my dumbass one and signed up for Psychology 102. And I took Dr. Prisco's advanced class uh, for psychology. And and being able to dive into that much of an interest since then and continue it through college and Full circle again, pursuing it with healthcare, making it part of my own healing, and now being able to stand as an advocate in this area of healthcare, in the mental health area sector, I should say. It's an honor. It's an honor. And it, I wouldn't do the justice that it is to be Daisy who has pursued that much and who has accomplished that much and who lives in that moment in, in what I do today and what I'm so passionate about. And as Ms. D, as someone who comes to this mic week after week with a few little breaks here and there, thank you to y'all for allowing me, you know, that little grace and space. <laughs> but I am very transparent with you guys about my therapy. I'm very transparent with you guys that this is something I do advocate for on a very personal note. I bring topics to this table that highlight very, very, very uncomfortable conversations, you know, that not everybody knows how to be comfortable in having them, right? What's my little tagline? On this platform, we get comfortable being uncomfortable and no topic is ever off limits. And I mean that. And this is definitely something that's not very easy for us to talk about. It's not easy to be that level of transparent to say, I wear this many hats and sometimes I want to throw all these fucking hats away. Sometimes I want to hang up all these hats and just be fucking naked on my bed. No hats, no badges, no commitments, no responsibilities. Sometimes it feels that way, but we don't have a safe space to say it. We don't have a safe space to be vulnerable and be able to say, y'all, my own body got me fucked up. Y'all, I've allowed myself to get so stressed that I got myself fucked up. Like, we need to be able to do that. And this is part of what I try to do here on a weekly basis. And I wouldn't be doing any of it justice. Not me personally, not me professionally, not me creatively, not any of you who come in and tune in every single week and are ever so loyal and amazing and beautiful listeners to the show if I'm not keeping it all the way raw. And so with that said, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Misty here gets it from her mama and shout out to my mama for no matter what the story is prior to getting to that point for being able to have the strength and the clarity and the honesty with herself back then during a time that I remember her going through so much and her being able to say, ya basta, which means that's it. I'm, I got to take care of this. Every single week that woman went to see every single care team that she needed to get herself right physically mentally and emotionally and I want to believe that I get this much desire 
to do this for my own and to advocate for it and to spread the word on it that everybody everybody should do this for themselves. I want to believe that I get this from her. I want to believe that it was what I saw that has helped me realize just how amazing she is. And with Mother's Day weekend approaching, with realizing that I had a real, real moment of, of, of scared, you know, straight scared moment here, um, where a bitch thought I was really, truly having a heart attack, y'all. <laughs> I really was. FYI, I didn't make my doctor's appointment anyway, because, you know, it was a raw moment. Um, you know, it just, it puts so much into perspective what life really is. And I realized in that moment, one more thing that I remember full circle moment, y'all. How did I kick off this episode? Yeah. I realized that when it comes to the physical aspect of it, I am the present parent for my son. My son only has me. He has family. He has his dad. He has his bonus mom. He has my entire family who adores him. I know he will always be okay, but it's a raw moment to know that I have to make sure I'm good for him and for me. Well, for me and for him, I should say, because me first. If I ain't right, he ain't going to be right. So me first. I realized in that moment that I could see it in his eyes just how concerned he was and just how scared he was. But I also have to say I could see it in that moment just how ready he was to make sure his mom was good. Just how ready he was to take action if he needed to. And it was definitely a moment for me to sit there and say to myself, ah, ah, ah. This boy still needs you. This boy still turns to you. Call it being a mama's boy. Call it being stuck on my hip, white on race. Call it that, you know, he just loves his mama, but this boy still needs me. This boy still looks to me. This boy still looks to my motherhood as something that is essential still in his life, no matter how disciplined no matter how amazing, no matter how independent he is, no matter how much I know that this young man has been doing so fantastic and ooh, that helps me wear that motherhood badge so proudly, y'all. <laughs> but this kid still needs me. And so this was your public service announcement, y'all, to remember <laughs> that your mental needs to be good. That Mental Health Awareness Month is this month, but it should be every single day an awareness moment regarding our mental states and just our wellness overall when it comes to being mentally okay. And let this be your public service announcement too, that ever so often, we not only have to pay attention to our bodies, because I've definitely been preaching this, pay attention to your bodies. I pay attention to my bodies because it's been talking to me. Yeah, but you know what I've been doing wrong and I need to do better in this part? I've been paying attention to my body when it's talking to me because it's being reactive. It's talking to me at the point when it's already reacting. It's already rebelling. I'm technically speaking, not being proactive with the communication with my body and that's the part I need to start working on and that's the part I need to sit with and I need to be very in tune with myself because sometimes maybe one day it will be too late and I will have to nurse myself back to wellness and that's truly the goal 
wellness being physical, mental, or emotional. And so on that note, guys, this has been (laughs) a Mother's Day special. Call it that. I get it from my mama. This has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Rock Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Misty, and you will tune in next week. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.